0: Hello everyone and welcome to the third Everything Flows Glasgow podcast and this is the first in what will be a, a kind of regular series where it's um, the Teenage Fan Club fan club in conversation about the band and why we love them and, and different different subjects, albums and things um, and for the first episode tonight I'm joined by Alan Clark and Barry McCluskey. Hello, hello guys. Good evening. Hi, how are we doing? Good. Good, thanks. And uh, Alan came up with the idea for what we should uh, discuss tonight, which was kind of comp- creating a compilation album that would be a kind of sister to the the, the shortcut to Teenage Fan Club album from 2003. Mm-hmm. And the rules were. We couldn't choose any singles or songs that were on, obviously on that album. So, yeah. Um, so I don't know if you would like to choose the first song that we're going to discuss, Alan. Um, so um yeah i forgot the playlist already
1: yeah <laughs> so i think we decided we're going to do a song uh, each by raymond one by jerry yep. and one by norman Um yep. so my first song that i picked was the one was by raymond um which was only with you and um, which is a uh, on man made i'm gonna i get it wrong that's correct it's on man Yeah, it's great. on man made yeah yeah. Um, yeah so um I think um, there's, there's obviously a lot of a lot of choice, and a lot of songs to choose from uh, by Riemann. But I think the thing that really grabs me about all well, the first thing is it's totally audacious. I love that it's, it's, it's not even you know the the, the the outro to that song for a start with the, the, yeah. just the piano motif and that is great. I love yeah. every time I listen to that album. Um, uh, he's got that that, that 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 outro the piano, and it, and I think it kind of typifies the whole song. Kind of typifies. Raymond's songwriting because actually each 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 of the songwriters within the band have got their own stuff but I always think of Raymond's songs as being very sort of well constructed and that's a really sort of clever little song it all just knits to you it starts off that piano motif it all just knits together really well and he's a very clever sort of songwriter in terms of I mean, he's clearly an instrumentalist the way that he sort of puts that song together as well I mean um, I, I always imagine Raymond, when he's recording his songs, he, he's always, I always imagine him, he's sort of sitting in, <laughs> in like a, a, a set, you know, sort of this sort of confessional sort of vocal into the microphone. And he's always got, you know, he's, got, he's always got some beautiful arrangement behind his, his, his track as well. And interestingly, that, 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 I think Eros plays the, the piano, no, no, no. Or actually I tell a lie, actually I tell you, No, it, it was um the, the guy from um, the producer of the album that played oh, the tortoise, kind of
0: um, one that was um so it's, yes yeah. John John yes McIntyre. yes and he like said John McIntyre there but John McIntyre. <laughs> but um yeah
1: you can't be so, yeah.
0: I, just, I just I just
1: think, <laughs> I, I think I just I just I just I just think I just think it's a really clever a really clever song and uh, um I think uh, yeah, yeah I, I really I really appreciate the sort of craftsmanship of, of of the of, of, yeah. of, of the of, of 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 the writing there. You
0: know, it's got a great feel to it, and I think one of the things you said there about a confession. He's, his lyrics are so he just opens himself up. So many of his songs, the first word is "I," you know, and it's ah. like and it's him just talk. He just seems to just go with, go with the flow and start talking about what he's feeling and what he's doing. It's it's, it's great. Oh, uh, yeah, Matt, yeah, I, yeah. Oh, sorry, Barry, are you going to say it? I was going to say, I, I, I'd say
2: exactly the same thing. I, I love the way that the, the the intro is like, I don't know, it's, like, it's only like 20 seconds or something, but the, the outro, the same little piano kind of riff or motif, mm-hmm. it's like a minute or something. It's like the best part cool. of a minute, you know, just fading away. Slow fade.
1: Yeah, but it actually slows down. It's cool. Yeah. It, it, it's, quite, it's quite funny because doing this, it makes you go back and listen to songs again, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's quite interesting because, you, you know, very often these albums are very, you know, they're soundtracked to car journey somewhere or, you know, doing stuff around the house and have it on the back. But actually, with this podcast coming up, come out, it made me sit actually driving back and forth to work, listen to the, the songs through again. And it's really clever because it's quite funny because the outro actually, I should really talk to someone, the outro, it actually halfway through, about 3 or 4, it, it, go, it keeps going through the same motif. But, but half of it happens. Yeah. It actually slows down, and you think, ah, it's slowing down. Uh, and then, but then it just keeps going and going and going. So mm-hmm. the the songs like degrading. It's like the whole songs degrading, and it eventually stops. And then the next song in the album sells. And it's all about degradation. It's like, and it's like you know, you're like, okay, so that, that, the the songs degraded, and now we're having a song about. Human degradation as well. So you anyway, know, it's like it's it's a perfect
0: yeah. And, and, and when they play it live, it's almost like they're stubborn. They play it to conclusion as well. They don't like just cut it short or anything. They they keep it going, slowing it right down, don't they as well?
1: And the funny and the funny thing about it as well, driving back late from work and listening to it in the car, you actually get it's quite funny because when that that, uh, that motif is going, I, I I'm almost back in like a tiny little venue. You know, so you'll be familiar with them, you know, somewhere like, you know, in Sleazies or in the Glad Cafe. What You, you know, when a band are playing, you know, you when a band are playing and the artist is just, you know, there's that silence and they're just playing a single guitar or piano and they're just yeah. going on. and every, every, It's that pregnant pause before people start clapping but it's on the album and he just he just keeps it going and going and going and there's always some there's always some toss at the back that's like oh do you want a beer <laughs> And it and was, it was like shh but it's like yeah. that it's so good it's just so good, uh, good i've good. been good.
0: listening to man made a lot i'm <laughs> oh, sorry barry on you go sorry
2: i was going to say don't be talking about mackie he's usually the one at the back shouting and they want a beer <laughs> <laughs> yeah
1: He's not here and, it's, and It's cool. and It's like clockwork as well. If you listen to the, I don't know what they're doing on the percussion, but like it's just got, a, it's got a really sort of gentle sort of motoring beat, but there's something else on there. I don't know if they're hitting, just hitting strings or something as well, but it's like, it's almost like a little clock, you know, t- t- clicking away. Great, great, great track. So that's, so I've, I've talked enough. That's my women track, you know, good, 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 good song, good song.
0: Definitely. Um, do you want to go next Barry with, with your choice? Uh, hang on, I, I can't even. Well,
2: okay, what have I got? Uh,
0: but, but what do you want?
2: Uh, do you want? A, shall we continue? No, because well, let's go uh, with fuel. I, I chose fuel because it's also from man-made, yeah. and I think fuel is like a. It can kind of happen back to me a little bit to it like kind of almost like the kind of Grand Prix era, Raymond. You know, it was a good kind of upbeat tune and do you know what actually surprised it kind of reminds me of a, of a Jerry tune in some way as well yeah uh, Fuel does and I think it's a great song I think when when initially when we were kind of putting forward our suggestions Murray you chose Fuel and I thought I had yeah I, yeah, yeah I, 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 uh, I wanted you know yeah <laughs> because I think uh, I'd been listening to Man Made Man Made That Day and uh, I thought Fuel w- was a real standout you know kind of Raymond Track on that album for me. I mean, I, I really like, you know, um, you know Alan's selection, obviously, but, you know, Feel, to me, it's almost like a kind of Jerry song in some way. I'd love to know how much collaboration, you know, there was between them when, when the strong song's been constructed, but it's got this kind of feel. Sorry, I didn't mean that as a pun, but it's got a feel of a kind of a, a Jerry influence as well, you know? But, yeah, to me, Man Made, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a great album. I don't think people... Can I regard it
0: highly enough? You know, I, real I, I agree. I agree. I've been, I've been listening to Man made a lot recently. And uh, I mean, I think at the time, I remember seeing them, I think they were playing like Motherwell Civic Centre and a wee venue in Falkirk or something like that, you know, and yeah. I was thinking, look at this great, great album out. But, and and yeah. uh, uh-huh. ahead of the podcast, I read this interview and Norman said, "Oh, we basically went to America with a couple of guitars. You know, they had uh, a lot of equipment over there and maybe there is that feel where it's, all the songs maybe sound very, there's influences, at all of them, you know, Norman and Jerry and Raymond songs and vice versa and so on. I, I love that they said that. They had an ethos for making an album and that
2: was let, let's just turn up and, you know, and, and see what happens, you know, we're, we're just going to take what like, our, you know. Our, I, our, mean, it's, our, it's, it's, our, I mean, it feels got... I mean, the
1: Oh, sorry, say sorry, sorry, I'm talking over you. So. No, no, no. I was
2: just talking about the, the whole concept of the album kind of thing. Um, yeah. You know, you know, turning up in Chicago and just, you know, and mm. I think it was and I think it was bitterly cold as well, if I, if I remember the stories correctly. But uh, you know, just recording it and you know, just seeing what you know what was in the studio, what was in like the, the, the kind of store, you yeah. know, John McIntyre like you can know, store them or something, and just going with whatever was there, you know. Yeah. It At <laughs> the, the,
1: the start of the track as well. I mean the guitars at the start of it as well. It's like twin guitar attack. It's always, it's quite sort of a, people in mind of, I don't know, Danny it's like, it's like Thin Lizzy or something. It's like this sort of, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it kind of Scott reminded Ford. me of
2: like,
1: it reminded me of, sort of Gregory's Girl or some, when you're at school and it's like one of these documentary, these like school programs. It's got a really upbeat yeah. sort of guitar riff at the start, you know, it's, it's, yeah, 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 it's, right, it's a really,
2: it's a really good, good, good song. It's interesting huh? you you the Thin Lizzy. It kind of, now that you say that, it does kind yeah. of those kind of Gaining, guitar, leal,
1: right? twin guitars at the yeah. start of it and it's interesting to about it? the collaboration as well because again with only with you with, with other women's song and album I kind of like to think like well, yeah, he's almost like piece this together like this sort of intricate sort of clockwork thing but then actually I was listening the bassline and um, only with you if you listen to the bassline you turn, if you get the bass up the absolutely cracking bassline in the chorus and I, I'd be curious, you know, was that, is that Raymond? Or is that, you know, is that Jerry's in, yeah. Yeah, input? And I, I I don't know, I don't know how much interplay there is when, you know, when they're doing these songs, does, you know, does Raymond say, this is the bass line, or does Jerry come on? And I, I, I'd be curious to know how they, they, they do their songs, you know, yeah. you know. I'd also be curious to find
2: out if that album was different to the way that they normally work up songs, I suspect, you know, from, you know, maybe it was slightly you know, that, that maybe the songs were amp as finished as they were, you know, um and the, yeah. I, I, I used to think they went across to Chicago and, you know, the songs were like 75% here or something like that. And then the extra 25% just happened in the,
0: yeah. in the studio and
2: things were worked. But that, that's how I was kind of thinking about, you know, how much... um I don't know. I don't mean this in a bad way, you know, to say that it sounds like a Jerry song, you know, at all. You know, it's not a slight on Raymond's song, right, because I think it's a fantastic, you know, song. Mm-hmm. But uh, it'd be interesting to see how much influence actually was there. You know, it's just a curious a
0: Yeah, because uh, I, I, uh, I was going to choose Few, and I love the bit towards the end where he just he just kind of gets into this total zone, but it's like, through the net, uh, rang it, you know, and, and that is, for me, that's really optimistic for Raymond and it is almost jet, it is a bit Jenny like yeah, absolutely you know uh, but uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's, I think it's a, a brilliant song and I, I was going to choose it and then I, I was going back um, and I listened to, to Tears Are Cool and I said is anyone choosing Tears Are Cool and I thought no, I'll, I'll, I'll go with that then you that was definitely one of my ones as well for a Raymond you know song because I, I, I well I
1: guess
2: we're going to talk about Tears Are Cool later but um, you know, Tears Are Cool, you know, I think
0: it's like a good song. Yeah. Is there anything else we want to say about Feel before we go on to Tears Are Cool or Man Made? We might be coming back to Man Made because we, we both seem to be listening to it just now. Uh, t- t- yeah, tears yeah. Are Cool of of 13, I think it's just, it's a, it's a brilliant song title um, for, for a star. And um, it, it, I think it just develops beautifully as it goes on and, you know, picks up the pace a little bit. I, th- I think, like, all, all of Raymond's songs, really, it's just, there's just a bit of, sometimes they, they, they feel like they are, they're more of a, a feeling than a, than a song almost, you know? Uh-huh. Uh, whereas, like, you know, Norman's songs as he's gone on are, are quite structured and, and maybe more traditional and Raymond's just, he just seems to be going with the flow a little bit, you know? And mm-hmm. quite, quite freestyle almost. uh
1: uh-huh. I, I think it's um I'm quite interested in their songwriting process because I think that um, I do get the f- I might be completely wrong I do get the feeling that Norman songs tend to probably tend to be more traditional you know a melody with the chords to accompany the melody mm. I get the feeling with Raymond that um I, I, you, you know I might be talking tosh he's it, very much there's like you'll you'll find a riff yeah and actually. You know, I, I, I do wonder whether you'll build on the riff and then have the song over the top of it, and actually, so it's much more of a where well, it's more of a construction around a riff. So it's much more instrumental in its way. And then I think Jerry's song a lot of it more and more. You know, you hear other influences. You know, things like more northern soul beats and you know classical soul music. And, 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 and I think they're, that's quite important influences. So they're, they're, I do, I do think that they've got you know three different sort of varied ways of writing. Writing songs, um, um, and, I, and I think yeah, it's, it's it's interesting with Raymond. I mean, it, I am going. You know, it's not it's not a criticism. It's more a reflection of me. His songs are almost so personal um, and confessional. I sometimes I must admit I find it. You know, it's almost like really. You know, you know. Because he's really bearing his soul, you know. He does, he, yeah, you know, yeah. They're almost pain. It's, it's like there's like it's pain in those songs sometimes, you know. Yeah, I mean?
0: you know? and I don't, I don't know if he gets the credit for it because he's you know he, he lazy journalism we were talking about before we came on the call like you know he's referred to as the the Harrison you know to to McCartney and, and Lennon and the Dark Horse even I think the Mojo yeah. article that's out this this week mentions that him being the Dark Horse of the band but um. But yeah he's, he, he's three phenomenal songwriters and i think with tears are cool as well and and, and 13 onwards you know he, he didn't write much for bandwagon-esque and yeah but, but then all of a sudden it no. just seemed to start developing his, his, song, yeah. his own songwriting you know and um, that, that was I another reason why songwriting- i, I, I...
2: I like the way he kind of crafted his lyrics as well because I think the uh, Tears are cool. It's one of those songs that kind of, the song title makes you think a lot about, you know, you listen, you, you listen you're more inclined, I think. I remember, oh, I'm trying to remember the first time I heard that, but I can remember thinking, Tears are cool. And, and then you're really kind of paying attention to the lyrics, whereas yeah. overall, I think the first time I hear a song, I, I just, you know, take it in, you know, just listen to the overall kind of, you know, vibe or whatever of the song. Yeah. Tears are cool. Because okay. a lot a of
0: the other song. songs on, um, on 13, the title... Isn't necessarily in the song, even you know, like like not the cabbage sure. is a is a terrible song title, but a great song, you know, and song <laughs> to the cynic and Gene <laughs> Clark, they're they're not they're not actually in the song, but tears are cool. Yeah. You know, when I see you crying, I think tears are cool is a great yeah. line, um, and I like the rhyming it's of cruel, crue- cruel, and cool, as well. It's a good yeah. good rhyme. So it's a tremendous acoustic version of that, and it's
2: I, 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 I all love the album version where they you know the, the, the kind of. Guitar all the way through. There's a beautiful acoustic version that, that, that's kind of doing the rounds as well. I've got a copy of somewhere. Oh, but it's just real, i don't, it I can't remember. It's like more like a a Martin Lard's radio show or something. I can't remember. But or I, I'll I'll send it on. You. I'll find it and send it on. You, it, it's, uh, really yeah. good, just acoustic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's brilliant. That would be good. That's
1: so here's thinking. here's an interesting point. We're talking about 13, and we're talking about man-made. Okay, so arguably yeah. two. What's Teenage fan club's most underrated album. Mm. I mean, because 13 didn't, you know, Chad and Finn. the band even themselves <laughs> talk about it, you know, didn't get a didn't get a lot of love when it came out. But I actually yeah. think it's like one of their greatest albums, you know. Yeah. What you which album do you think, you know, is the one that, you know, folk, you know, you're, you're introducing somebody to teenage, you know, because everyone will go, oh, bandwagon esque, you know, you talk about Grand Prix, Songs from Northern Britain, you know. Yeah. But actually, what's what's the one album this what's the golden nugget that, that, that the real fans are you know actually that's their their lost and that's their, their their
0: what's what's what would you say which one what one uh, out of those two I'm, i mean I'm, i also I'm think Howdy, little... i also think howdy's quite underrated as well yeah, yeah. But, um, i i've been listening to man made a lot recently so i'm gonna go man made Barry? i think my, man made's a
2: more mature album i think you know um yeah. i, I I mean, if you'd asked me, like, six months ago, I might probably would have said 13. On the strength of that, you know, that that, that re-release, you know, with the uh, the single on it, and then yeah. that country song, oh, man, that was just, like, unbelievable, you know? Um, but I, I think... I mean, maybe man made is just shade for me at the moment. Really? I listened back to some of the tracks like Fear of Flying, which I guess we're going to talk about it, <laughs> uh-huh. uh, in a little bit, but in a way it sounds... Oh, I hate saying this, but it sounds... Ever so slight, especially Fear of Flying, a ever seems ever so slightly dated,
1: right of oh, its time.
2: I, I, can, I
0: can explain that later on. Yes, <laughs> mate, we'll, you know. go, we'll go back to that. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, three three great Raymond uh, tunes to, to kickstart the, the the compilation. I'm with you.
1: I'm with I'm with you on Man Made as well.
0: Good. Yes. Oh, we never asked um, you. And that, and actually, honest.
1: and, and, and I'm, I'm not even included it in my list, but it's all in my mind. Actually, it's probably. One of my favourite teenage fan club songs of all—I've yeah. not included it because uh, it's a Norman song.
0: But sales, has been mentioned earlier, Sells, i, don't know. What, Cells, what I, I, I nice? was considering for my Norman song, nope. and um, I mean, I, I really like slow fade as well. It's just oh, a great, great song as well. It's only about two minutes long, I think, but it's it's great. Um, yeah. Ah, cool. And we'll we'll, go, we'll move on to will we do Jerry songs. Yeah. Next. Um, yep. Do you want to open this time, Barry, with yours? Oh me. Right, okay. It's thin air. Thin air, From
2: yeah. uh, here. Thin air to me of the the the, the classic uh, uh teenage fan club lineup, which I think we can maybe call it now the the classic lineup, right? And I'm not <laughs> including drummers in that, right? <laughs> But the, the classic kind of three man songwriter kind of lineup to me it's the the, the and I don't mean this the way it sounds, it's the greatest, it's, it's the last truly great song of the of the classic era for me. I, I, everything just comes together. I remember the first time I heard it and I thought... Feeling, feeling you know, a I mean, bit melancholy now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. sorry. But you know, what I mean, the first time I heard that song, and it doesn't happen very often, but everything about it just switches where you think, that's just perfection, you know. It's just like, yeah. please stay was the other one I was maybe going to choose at that point as well but um, you know to me Please Stay which is a Jerry song as well I think is isn't it Um, but thin air I, I wish it got a, a seven inch single release you know I, I thought by far and away it's for me it's the, my favourite track on the album I'm not going to say the best because everybody has got different but it's my favourite track on the album it's just I don't know just shades of, of great you know kind of classic you know kind of uh, tunes to me you know since I've been kind of you know, you know, can I really, kind of fan of music since like nineteen seventy eight or whatever, and it reminded me of you know just so many tunes, and you know the structure of it, the pace of it, you know the, the everything was just like you know, a, a bit of the Buzzcocks and you know yeah. uh, a bit of so many other things. It's just, like, it's just a fantastic yeah. track. You know? uh, the, and the guitars, are, the guitars
0: are quite zippy in it, aren't they? Even from the yeah, exactly. And it's a great one to play in the guitar
2: as well, It's actually really easy to play too. <laughs> but it's a, and it's one that when you play it yourself, that gives you. You know, an amazing me of satisfaction because it's it's the chords are so simple, but it sounds just perfect. You know, it just yeah. it sounds great to play. You know? It's just you know pleasure all round. You know, it's just it's a fantastic song and hidden meaning perhaps as well. Yeah. If you if you consider the lyrics, you know, I don't know the lyrics up in front of me I, Well, I, just, I, just I feel them up, actually because because one of my favourite lyrics is I
0: mean it's a chorus. But like to open the chorus, I've been I've been meaning to take a chance on something. It's like yeah, quite a quite a deep work, but almost like thrown away as the opening line of the chorus, you know. But to me, there's a bit of foreshadowing going on there. I think it's
2: you know I might be reading, you know reading too deep into things as as we can kind of do as fans, you know. But uh, there is a wee bit of you know to me, Jerry saying, I, I don't know if I'm long for this, you know. It's I want to try something else, and yeah. you know I'd like to kind of enjoy it before it, it disappears into thin air. Oh, so I'd never thought of that. too <laughs> oh, no, seriously, if you would, if you read the lyrics, yes, no, I'm know, just reading was the what, What's the one in there as well about the uh, the Greenfield land as well? It's just a, a kind of cover, a nice I'm, a, I'm, of I'm a Greenfield,
0: greenfield site story. for sore eyes,
2: yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. A nice, kind of wordplay as well. Just it's uh, just a great all round song, yeah. I think there's a fair bit of foreshadowing going on in that
0: song, yeah. And uh, 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 what I love about Jerry's songs is he, he's very uh. He creates. He paints a picture. He's very vivid with his lyrics and the use of like sunshine and light and shadows and yeah and stuff. Yeah, a lot of sun. (laughs) There's a lot of sun songs, which is great. You know trains. Yeah, but we live in the west of Scotland. The sun's very important to us. Uh, It's got again. It's got a real. I mean,
1: it's got. It's it's a very soulful song. It's got a real great. uh, Yeah, I'd love to. Again, sort of random ideas. I'd love to hear. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure it'd be as good as the original, but I'd love to hear somebody doing a, an album of Jerry covers. You know, you know, Northern Soul with female singers and the fools, You know, Amy Winehouse. Because so, I do think you know you could yeah. actually cover these songs. You know, you know, it's, it's 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 a really sort of whimsical Soul record in itself. You know, it's, I, it's, I don't get that. I
2: don't know? get that at all. Yeah, no, I no, don't. I don't. I, I know that Jerry's a big soul fan, and but I, I just you know the obvious the, there's nothing that is obvious to me as like you know what uh, the Edwin Collins track you know I to what you which is yeah like total you know Northern Soul kind of inspired in it. It's another big Northern Soul fan, but I, I don't I don't I don't pick up things like that you know from Jerry songs. I don't know why. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I've got a filter built in or something. And, and, and you know, I think I think, or I, think, something, I, think, but I don't. Pick up. There's a lot of guitar. There's a lot of guitars
1: going on in the songs as well. I mean. Mm. We, I think with a different arrangement, you know. And I, 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 honestly, I, when I when I when I hear them, I'm thinking, God, you know, you could, you know, with a with a, with a soul review band, you, know, you, you literally could, you know, you could a have... bit
0: more of a Motown beat
1: behind it, or something. Yes, seriously, I, 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 yeah, seriously, honestly. Let's do it, Alan. We need we need a, a,
2: a drummer that can yes. play drums like Ben Benjamin, but you know, and somebody like bass like James
0: Jamerson. Yeah. Kind of like Amy, Amy, you know,
1: Amy. When instead to the Zutons, you know. What, what, yeah. What
0: yeah, about, yeah, 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 what i love about I love about that song and, and i'm in love is like you know obviously teenage fan club are so prolific through the 90s and they slowed down a bit uh, as we moved into yeah. 2000s and it was like five years between albums but then they come back with like i'm in love and thin air as singles and you're like great you know just they've I, still got I think it like after shadows you know, yeah 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 i think after shadows which was
2: I think on reflection, I think Shadows for me, it's it's got this feeling of you know, being like quite a kind of uh, um, you know, kind of mellow album although there is tracks on it which very definitely aren't mellow, you know, I don't yeah. sometimes yeah. I don't need anything and all that but I think you, an album has like an overall kind of feel for you sometimes and then to hear I'm In Love and Thin Air as the first couple of tracks off you know uh, 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 here, I think it's oh, it was, yeah. oh god, no you know, this is this is great, you know
0: yeah,
1: good yeah, fact. Uh, the, the gig that they did at the Liquid Dreams to support that album in Edinburgh was officially the hottest, gig. It was the hottest gig <laughs> ever recorded in Edinburgh. <laughs> yeah.
2: I, I Do you mean, know, was. There was
0: trails of sweat running but it should never run. <laughs> <laughs> it was so <laughs> hot. It
1: was so
0: hot. Oh oh. S- speaking of Edinburgh, I was um, through it a night. My wee sister was putting on in Edinburgh, and Norman and Douglas were playing at it. And Norman had uh, just come back from Canada. He'd been drinking copious cans of Red Stripe because um, he was he was just jet lagged. Played guitar with Douglas and and they missed the last train home. And I said, "Well, I said I'm driving to Uddingston if you guys want a, a lift to Bell Hill." So me and Lynn, my wife, were in the, the the front, and Douglas and Norman were in the back. And obviously being a fan, I was like, "So what's happening with the new album?" And he said, "Do you want to hear a couple of songs?" <laughs> <And> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah." So he, he was like, can I plug my phone in? I was like, yeah. And, uh, you know, he'd had a few beers and Lin is hopelessly untechnical, Couldn't get his phone in. And I'm driving along the m 8 going, come on, Lin, want to hear the new Teenage Fan Club songs, come on. <laughs> and he, he, he played, uh, and he finally got it to work. <laughs> hanging, hanging, with, hanging over the front seat, you know, and uh, played I'm In Love. And uh, Lin, my wife, just turned to him and went, it's very Teenage Fan club Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you can get higher praise than that.
1: Very tedious, Frankel.
2: <laughs> is she a journalist? No, <laughs> not yet. No.
0: <laughs> She's not coming on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I like
1: this. Uh, this next
0: track's very tedious, Frankel. I like it, <laughs> <laughs> but it is, do you know, um, who was and and then what. Where were you? Yeah, and for your Jerry your Jerry choice. Yes, I, I picked the
1: flying, um, the the day to Jess. <laughs> yeah, no. uh-huh. sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think um, it's quite interesting because I, um, the, the creation shows the ones at the Barlands. Uh, I went to the first and the third night, and uh, listening to thirteen being played at the Barlands and its entirety, was fantastic, and yeah, when, and it was, you know, we knew it's we knew that um, Jerry was leaving the band, and Jerry played, you know, they played Fear of Flying. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's like, well, Jerry's Jenny, leaving the band because he doesn't want to go to Japan, and that yeah. was the story. He doesn't want to go to Japan because he doesn't like flying, and he's yeah. singing Fear of Flying at the barlands, and everyone's like singing along to, you
0: know, I do oh. No. oh. Oh, Alan. Alan's <laughs> gone. Alan's gone. We'll, we'll keep talking. We've not, we've, we've not cut him off once. Like,
2: you know, Fear of Flying. That 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 was like some, like, w- w- when was that recorded? I mean, that's a major, foresh- uh, you know, foreshadowing there if we're talking about it. <laughs> foreshadowing. Thought, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. For closer uh, clues a bit. Jerry, maybe going to leave the band. That, that was like, you know, 25 uh, years or 20 Yeah, 90, 93. Um, yeah. I, 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 so i get I was gonna say, like, I I wasn't if you're fine today. And it's the first time I heard that, you know, kind of isolated on its own, which I think sometimes makes a difference. I think when you listen to a, an album and a run through then you kind of get into it but I wasn't if you're fine, probably for the first time, you know, on its own, you know, in isolation. And to me, it sounded like still a fantastic song. But I, I couldn't help thinking, you know, that, that the whole the, the, the Croatian thing, it's still like a song that no Gallic, could only dream of writing. To be honest, you know what I mean, and yeah. and it has got that kind of that kind of lumbering oasis feel. And I, 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 when I say lumbering, I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean no, it no. Not in a bad way for the oasis things. Because no Gallagher can write a fast song to save himself, you know. But it, it has got that kind of uh, kind of kind of early nineties kind of feel to it. You know, and that's what I was meaning when I
0: said it was it yeah. just a tiny and bit, it, native, and it's, you I, know. It, it was almost yeah it's got a great so anyway, use of yeah. great use of swearing in it as well uh, and Aye, then absolutely it, yeah and then when it kicks into the groove which which at the Barrowland show I thought that was a real highlight of the hey 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 you know it's yeah. almost almost as close as Teenage Fan Club get to audience participation you know uh, Alan's just said be with us in a minute <laughs> oh well cool Cool. We might have to do this podcast in two parts, actually, because we've won't be, we've got. No, that's minutes.
2: interesting. I think that's nine minutes left.
0: It was like, uh, can, okay. can you edit? But anyway, no. I can. I, I can actually. I can edit them together in the software, so I'll edit. I'll edit. I can edit them together or do them in two parts. But um, chucking this battery or something. Yeah. <laughs> want- we'll, we'll keep going anyway. But if you of flying in thirteen, and, and, and it's interesting what you're saying, or it was you or Alan was saying about the. The production and, and maybe it sounds a, a bit dated I, I i certainly don't think it sounds as fresh as some of the other albums when you listen back to it i mean i love it 13 was i get into the band with bandwagon s but i was only 15 but 13 was when i saw them at the Barrowlands for the first time and yeah. that tour with the, the posies and juliana Hatfield three and um, it's an album that's really close to my heart you know mm. uh, but it's odd that I the band the band it's Some it's albums are timeless, you know,
2: some albums are, you know, absolutely timeless, bandwagon-esque. But maybe 13 hasn't fared as well over the years, although I always kind of stuck up for it and loved it. And I know that it's maybe got like a bit of a, a bad, kind of, you know, it's got a, a, a bad feeling for the band or whatever, you know, because of the length of time it took and the, the production and... I don't know. And I think that's why they, maybe they've always kind of shied away because it's just, I mean, why would you revisit something if it's giving you, like, you know, if it's just bringing back, you know, kind of bad memories or, you know, memories of a bad time, you know, so, but it, it yeah. was nice to see it at the, the, the creation shows or to hear it, uh, I should say, at the, at the creation shows. And it was good, you know, to hear all these songs, you know, live again and Gene Clark again, of course. Yeah, you know, it was just... uh, yeah.
0: If we're, if we're talking about Jerry, um yeah, I mean, I remember going to the CCA warm-up show i was lucky to get a ticket for that Were you at that barry the cca show no
2: i think i was working i think i was in a, I was working away somewhere so you know i was
0: not available you know and uh like you know getting a pint downstairs and like walking up to get in and it's like this kind of narrow corridor to get into the room and yeah. past the, the guy at the door and i was like bloody hell that's the opening course to gene clark you know like you're you're like hurry up let me into this this room <laughs> here's alan coming back um, Hopefully, it oh, should be joining us. Oh, the, the joys of Wi Fi. Hi, hey, sorry about that. <laughs> That's cool, Alan. Uh, we were just, we were just saying that, um, like talking about that Barrowland in, show in fear of flying the bit when it was like, hey, hey, hey. Oh yeah. It, it was like I thought that was quite euphoric and almost like I was saying the Barry as close as the fan club get to like a crowd participation type song, you know.
1: Yeah, it's just, I mean, it's just, I'm just trying to get the, sorry, apologise, I'm just, my Wi-Fi's been a bit of a disaster here. Um, yeah, worry. so, yeah, um it was, yeah, It is. I just, I just thought it was such a, it was just such a, a moment just at the creation shows and he's singing this song and, you know, this is your one-way ticket, don't F it up, you know. It was just, it's very much, you know, the song's all about, you know, you've just got to take this opportunity and you know if things aren't working for you you just got to get on roll up your sleeves and and in a way it was just I I just I just I just just when we were talking about Jerry's song I just thought it was a very anthemic song and I I thought it was very poignant that that, that they were playing that at that point in their the band's career you know yeah I I mean you were saying earlier on Barry about it you felt it was dated do you you mean in terms of the production
2: of the song or what what's the no, I, I was just going to you know, Murray, when you were off, offline there, it was, um, I listened to the song in, in isolation today. And I think sometimes when you listen to an album all the way through, and you, you maybe approach songs differently. And I think listening to it in isolation, it struck me as, I can't remember if you were here when I said it, but it, it struck me as, you know, the, the, the kind of song that uh, uh, Noel Gallagher would write. But, you know, <laughs> never as good as what our no Gawarker could ever write. No, no, and I mean that, you know, no Gawarker could only dream about writing, you know, songs, you know, as good as that, and writing it, the range yeah. and, you know, the, the different types of songs that, you know, the Jerry and this yeah. occasion. you know, you know, can, uh, Jerry has written throughout his career. But, um, yeah. I think I it's think just, I just... I think it's much more, cool, more you know?
1: complex songs. I think he's written... He's, I think he's written much more... um complex musically and lyrically you know, songs and that it's a very simple song um mm. i think it's um uh, i mean I, I first listened to 13 when i was you know i was in my early 20s and you know at that time you know in your early 20s you're going through various it's, it's good to mope in your early 20s you girl troubles and you're oh, Smiths and, and the smiths is all about wallowing you know at uni, I was listening to the Smiths and Leonard Cohen, you know, and um, and, and yeah, it's good to all. But actually, the song, you know, Don't Look For Answers in a song, It's actually a complete, you know, this is your, you know, this is your one-way ticket. You know, it's it basically just saying, you know, don't, you know, you, you don't sit around in your, your bedroom listening to these records, you need to actually get on and, and live yeah. your life. And uh, so, so at that time in my life, that, that 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 song had quite a lot of meaning and it, just, so it was a bit of a kick up the backside. And then. It's quite funny that you know, then 20 years later at the Barlands, you know, just listening to that again, it just brought quite a lot of stuff back. Yeah, and it's quite, and it's quite ironic because you, when I come onto my Norman selection, it kind of highlights what's important about the band. I suppose any band any folk you know, if, if you follow a band over years, you find different meanings for different points in your life, you know. So that that you know, when I was in my early twenties, it was like you know, get your you know, get your bedroom, get all my life, do stuff, get you know, grow up, Alan, and then <laughs> don't don't look for answers in songs. Uh, but but ironically, the song I'm going to pick for Norman was quite the opposite. Which there's quite a lot of meaning in the song. Do you know what I mean? So it's like it's like anything, you know, you know, if you if you need solace in, in a record, TD's fan club are there to provide it for you. Yeah. If you need them, to say, get a grip. Don't be such a big know, wishes to just get on with it, you know, they're there as well. That's that's why that's you know, I you know, I I totally get you it doesn't it's not just teenage fan club, it's any bat you know, every every band that's been going for a long time have their loyal fans, you know, and they'll have their but 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 that's for me that's what teenage fan club are. You know, it's certain parts of my life, you know, they're you know and you know and I don't want to you know it's it's I'm not gonna make too much of it. to you know, but you know, but you know, it's it's, it's been this. it have been the soundtrack to to my my Nick Hornby novel of my life. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. when you make Alan Clark the movie, you know, there'll be different tracks. You know, and, and I think and that's I think that's for everybody. I think that's all of us that listen to the band that, that are on the fan club fan club and that were on the message board. You know, it's it, it's different. You know, different parts of your, of your life, and you can yeah. see, you know. I think that's I think that's very really true, and that's that's that
0: song. That's all. That's, re- that's reflected in their lyrics and stuff as well. Um, what we'll do is um, we'll we'll hit pause here and and we'll come back in in five minutes for for part two of to continue yeah. the Jerry stuff and and Norman stuff. Um, but we're just about to run out of time in this recording, so we'll do it and then I'll edit stuff together. So um... yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry, I was just um, my iPad ran out of charge, so I've had to go on my phone. Is it is it all a- okay?
0: Oh that's fine, yeah, don't worry. This is this is all cool. And hey, this isn't a prof- this is a fun podcast. This is not a professionally recorded podcast. Very Catholic education era fan club style podcast. I <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you guys in uh uh five minutes. Yep, yeah, cool. Thanks for cheers.